0: to my xbox and me episode 107 i am one of your hosts mc fixer alongside the man behind the reviews gary how are you sir
1: still waiting on that nickname
0: yo i'm i'm working on it i'm working on it it's coming i promise
1: i believe you that's that's
0: all all i can really do is promise you that that's it there's nothing there's nothing more there apart from that is i can give you promises and that's it i'm i'm waiting for something to
1: Inspiration.
0: It it comes. Do you know what I mean? It comes. It's we're still we're still we're still at the we're still at the dating phase. You know what I mean? We're only two two dates in so far. So I feel like as time goes on, we're gonna we're gonna get there. Trust me. I believe in us. I believe in us.
1: I believe in us too, Fix. I believe in us too.
0: How you been? What you been up to?
1: Oh, you know, our usual playing games, chilling. Pizza every just, now
0: and again, you know. Just p- p- Joe, I had pizza, I had pizza for breakfast yesterday, and I had pizza yeah. for dinner. Obviously, that of Domino's course. leftovers yeah, yeah. had to be done, had to be done. Um, what, what, where are we? I'm trying to think, it's uh, Tuesday, Tuesday, the 21st of the 11th, of 2017, today. Uh, recording nice and early, 10 o'clock in the morning, UK time. Um, I'm trying to think, how was the week? It weren't bad, weren't bad, wasn't a bad weekend. I watched Batman v Superman. Ooh. On Sunday for the first time because I want to watch go and watch Justice League.
1: Yeah, well, I watched well, Justice League over the weekend.
0: Okay, I see. Oh yeah, I see your picture. I see your picture. What do you think?
1: I, I enjoyed it, but then yeah. I, I kind of enjoyed Batman v Superman as well. So
0: okay, cool. Well, <laughs> yeah, I um. Yeah, we'll save that for a movie podcast, I guess. Because this is My Xbox and Me. uh, The Xbox podcast that you all need to be listening to. And if you are, thank you very much. Um, You can head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer to watch us record this show live. Uh, Audio is $3, live show $4. And you get the video version early for your enjoyment. This week, you're getting it extra early because we're recording extra early. Which, unfortunately, means there's not a ton of news, honestly. So if something bad breaks... I'm sure I will hit Gary up and be like, yo, we've got to shoot a video. So if you want to check out those videos, you head over to youtube.com slash MC Fixer. Nope, that's the wrong channel. Youtube.com slash my Xbox and me. You can go to MC Fixer as well, but you know, whatever. You whatever won't you like. find me there. <laughs> you won't, that's very true. Um, let's get into it, Gary, straight away. What's been in your box? What have you been playing this week, mate?
1: I have been playing two games this week. Mostly. Mostly What are
0: they? What are one, they?
1: W- one of which was was Star Wars Battlefront Two, which we've talked about extensively on the show.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you've had a little bit more time with the game. I
1: have. So, I've um... had. I've had time to to explore and.
0: So let's talk about that a little bit then. How how is it? Have you been playing the single player multiplayer? Where are we at with it?
1: I've played a little bit more. A little bit more multiplayer, um, okay. and my thoughts haven't really changed. It's it's okay. The progression system doesn't really work, but it's it's fun in short bursts so
0: the progression system is now fixed though due to people being able to use macro transactions oh yeah yeah, yeah absolutely still the, the progression in the game still isn't enough to keep you coming back
1: no not really because it's random rewards right like i'm playing okay. as say, a heavy trooper and I'm, I'm opening these crates and i'm getting things for the millennium falcon and it's just like all right I'm then being, i, I I'm guess thanks camera, sorry <laughs> some technical those adjustments here like, yeah
0: because <laughs> like, yeah, I keep looking at the screen and it's nowhere near me so I'm yeah. like alright sorry about that there you go that's better that's a little Wow. Ah, um hello <laughs> yeah so what about the single plaque? I'm hearing very 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 mixed things by um, like mixed things I'm hearing lots of negative things from people even the hardcore Star Wars fans are not really feeling this so where are we at with that
1: nah it's not it's not great for, as a Star Wars fan it's not great as a game fan as a gamer I, I'm not enjoying it either the story is... It starts off well, right? Because like, it gives you the promise of the same thing that the marketing did of this is going to be a different kind of Star Wars story. You're playing as Iden Versio who's a elite trooper in the Empire, which is something mm-hmm. like you never get to see a, a story from that kind of perspective. Okay. Um, so at the, at the beginning, it's interesting. Um, and you think you're going to be seeing this entirely different perspective on the entire Star Wars universe. And then... Some stuff happens, no spoilers. Yeah. It becomes a very sort of standard Star Wars story at that point. Um, and not a very good one. The another issue is Aiden's supposedly the main character, but it's only about four or four-ish hours long. But like every few every couple of missions, you keep switching to a hero character. So you'll play a couple of missions as Aiden, and then there'll be a mission where you're playing as Luke Skywalker. And then you might play uh... another mission as Aiden. And then you're playing as Leia, and then Han, and then Lando, and then it it just it's not a great way to tell a story. It's when you basically sideline your protagonist for like half the game.
0: So again, I haven't played it, and I am not playing it now. With this whole EA um, backlash and the whole my thoughts of last week's episode, um,
1: which great episode by the
0: way, um, yeah, interesting, interesting. I'm just not going to play it now. That I've heard mixed things in the story, so and I'm not a huge Star Wars fan anyway. I was going in for that single player, and hearing this only four hours, I'm so happy I didn't buy this day one. I would have been very, very, very disappointed if I bought this just for the single player, like I'm sure a lot of people did. And it only being four hours, unless it was like four hours and it was like the best four hours ever.
1: Yeah, I mean, which, if I um, if I had a command set. It it's like amazing. It I'm sure. Exactly,
0: exactly, like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah I, uh, is it is it so? Because a lot of games do this, where it's the, the the multiplayer maps are what then makes the single player game. Is that what this it,
1: is, or it's hundred percent? Does it feel like
0: that? Does it feel like that as well? Yeah, 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 Okay.
1: So the multiplayer is the single player. It's not even just maps. It is maps because obviously I've not played about three or four hours of the multiplayer. I know them. I know like the maps when I see them. So you go to Naboo and it's part of the multiplayer map, and you go to Jakku and it's part of the, and it's just the multiplayer map. But it's the gameplay as well comes straight across from the multiplayer, which is incredibly yeah. basic. And when you are playing it, and given that this year I've also played things like Call of Duty, or sorry,
0: Call of Duty, Call of Duty, yeah,
1: and now like Destiny Two, which are more like which are more technically like complex. It's very basic, and then you get the AI who can't. He's just so fucking dumb, and <laughs> I just can't, man. I just it's bums me out.
0: I, yeah, I think. We're going to talk about Game of the Year this this episode, and um, from the title, you'll see the title, which is A Bad Year for Experts, which we're going to get into before the haters want to hate and potatoes want to potate, but for me, it's a case of this year has been such a good year for gaming, so anything below the expectations of certain games, you're just like... I haven't got time for it, and I'm not hearing. Even if you take the microtransactions out of it and take uh, EA out of it, just think about the game as it as the game. I'm not hearing amazing things. Um, we're going to talk about a lot of Battlefront Two in the news this week because that's all there really is to talk about, uh, unfortunately. But let's um, carry on. Um, I played a little Vizima game called a Vizima game called um, Ruiner that you oh. reviewed. That you reviewed, and uh, you so for people who haven't seen your review, they should go watch it: youtube.com dot slash my xbox me. What did your your overall just your quick your quick splurge? What did you think?
1: Oh crap! I don't remember, man. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you've played. You remember
0: something? I'm sure.
1: No. Um. So it was the the aesthetics were kind of cool. The gameplay was all right. Okay. Um. Ish until you get further into the game and then more enemies start coming up there's not really any kind of variety to the gameplay or the world and the story was really cliched if yeah, that's so, what I'm remembering
0: yeah pretty much I think this conversation we had I am about two hours in I really enjoy the aesthetic I really enjoy the aesthetic I really like the gameplay personally it's a twin stick shooter which it's just arcade and you run around and you're shooting boom, 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 boom. I love that I get what you mean by it. it's the it's there's no change and I can see that already it's just pick up a weapon shoot a weapon boom 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 pick up another weapon shoot but I love it love the gameplay my problem with it is the story which I just couldn't give a crap about the story at all and I hate games where I have to read absolutely everything, and I'm pretty sure that's just that's a me thing. Obviously, being a uh, pretty poor reader, um, as most people know, dyslexic. Hate it. I just hate it. I've always hated it from a kid, from being a kid. Like Final Fantasy VII. I remember when I, my uncle had that game, or somebody had that game and they lent it to me, and I wanted to play because I loved the I loved the world of what I was seeing. But remembering, I had to read everything, and it's still the same thing now that I'm 25. If there's no voice acting the game just doesn't draw me in and i get it it's a it's a smaller title it's not going to have tons of voice acting but this doesn't have any and um for me that's what let this down because i really do like the world i do like the aesthetic um i streamed it last night. i streamed about like, two hours of it and i liked what i played but i don't think i'm gonna bother going back unfortunately that's a shame yeah yeah, it is a little bit, it is a little bit. Um, which some people are just like, we'll just skip the story and just carry on playing the game for the great gameplay. I would, but there's so many other great games out there right now. I just don't I don't want to give my time to something so Why am I going to play this when I could be playing Wolfenstein 2, which has great gameplay and a great story? Why am I playing this when I could be playing X, Y, and Z that have both? Um, we've got so many great 7, 8, 9, 10 games. I'm not going to stick around and play... A six or a five or whatever this may be, I don't know. For my opinion, I haven't finished it. So, um, yeah. That. What else have I been playing? Playing some more PUBG on PC, of course. Of course. Um, playing some more. Playing some Destiny Two again. Um, I still haven't done the raid. This is my my message to all my Xbox and me um, listeners. If you haven't done the raid and would like to do the raid, I know that we've got me, Crash, Angel Boy, Foxes. That's four definitely, who have not raided yet, and I would like to experience the raid because I can. I'm at a level where I can, and on the first Destiny, I couldn't do that. But I started a new character with Haley. She's enjoying the game. Doesn't really care about the story at all, but she just likes running around shooting things. Perfect. It means I get to run my third character, and she gets to enjoy shooting things. So that works for me perfectly. And if anybody wants to boost us with their level twenty as we run through. Please, please, please. Um, but yeah, I'm, I still, that game's so, the gameplay of that game is so good for me personally. I love it. I really do. I The shooting, the shooting is, the only game that I think does better shooting is Call of Duty, which is the next game I've been playing. It's a nice little transition there. Nice. Uh, still playing multiplayer. haven't touched a single player still. Um, I will get around to it this week, I think, though. I feel like this week is the week that I'm finally going to go, you know what? This is what I'm playing, and then last, last but not least for me, anyway, um, is Assassin's Creed Origins, Ooh. and I am now level thirty, or oh, I'm like a tiny smidge from level thirty, but so level thirty, and I have only just got to Cleopatra,
1: so wow, wow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so i i uh, I've made a I've made a conscious decision in. I am not going to carry on doing side missions once I hit level 30 because I don't want the, the story, the main mission story, to uh, not feel like I'm progressing anything but the story. I want it to build on my character. So from the point I'm at, Gary, because you finished the game, correct? Yeah. Um, How far have I got to go on the main story?
1: I'll a can... long way. <laughs> <laughs> quite, quite a long way. <laughs> I think yeah, you might be about cr- a quarter-ish through the game.
0: <laughs> that's crazy. I've loved this game so much. Like, If anybody asked me, if you're not an Assassin's Creed fan, I would still say try this one. They changed the game so much. The world itself, I've said this on last week's episode, I'll say it again. Um, I just love it. Really, 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 really do. You have finished it. Where are you at of the game? What, do, what have you thought? Have you Your review's not live yet, right?
1: Not I mean, yeah, no. I'm recording it later today. Cool. Um, um,
0: how are you, how you... Just don't no spoilers for the review, I guess, but what do you ch-
1: think? It's good. It's good. It's enjoyable. Um, I got some issues with the game. I'll bring them up in my review. But for the most part, I enjoyed it. I didn't hate playing the game. Um, I didn't do that thing where... Because with long games, you can always tell where if your enjoyment sort of drops to the point where you're just trying to finish the game because you're trying to finish the game because you've put so many hours into it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I never felt that once. Like, I I was happy to keep playing to the end.
0: That's good. That's good. Yeah, I, I... I don't know. I'm a madman. Honestly, I'm literally. I'm you just are. streaming it. I'm just streaming it. Like I said, I hit. I literally looked up the level cap yesterday and was like, "Oh shit, it's 40. And I was like, mm, "I better. I better not just grind through. Literally everything can hit forty and then be like, oh well, what do well, I do now?" Time yeah, to finish so, the story, I guess. <laughs> I think, exactly. So I think I'm, I've hit. I've hit thirty. I think now I'm gonna just do main stuff. And then go back and do more. Oops, sorry, hit my mic. Uh, go back and um, do st- um, side quests afterwards. But the no. side quests are so good. I really enjoy. I re- really enjoy a as a character. He enjoys helping people. He has a fondness for children. Um, and when there's a woman there, like, please help me. I'm like, I have to help you. I'm sorry, I have to. This is what he would do, and that's what I have to do.
1: Are well, you getting into it as like a role playing experience? That's cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's literally he. He is. The magi and and the people need him, and he is the magi of Egypt, and I have to take that responsibility on, as me controlling him, and go and save the people. That's all I'm saying. That's stuff, all I'm saying. stuff. Anything else that we're missing, Guy? That you haven't played or you have played this week?
1: Yeah, man, I play. i playing Sonic Forces. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. What would you think? Would you think?
1: Um, actually, you know what? It's surprisingly a bit quite fun um to play um i've had fun with it like i'm not going to say it's a very deep or deep gaming experience or it's excellent or like it's one of the best games of the year but you know what it it's fun (laughs) like to just run fast and do all this jump and stuff and you get to create your own avatar with your own different like weapons and different like special abilities and stuff and it doesn't really change that much about the game but i don't know man i had a blast when i streamed it so
0: fair enough Interesting. I've heard bad things about that game. I'm going to be Oh God, well.
1: there's some there's some stuff in there where it's just like it's not good. But the the overall experience I'd say is, is pretty good. Have you finished it or you no, no? No, no. Yes. Working your way through. Okay. Uh, I'm only about half an hour out or something. So
0: okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, well, let's move on, shall we, Gary? My my. What's in your box is over. It's done. It's dusted. But you know what isn't? Topic of the show. Ooh. Top of the show this week is what a bad year for Xbox well, Xbox uh, Xbox One, it says, but what a bad year. Um, for those who probably know, if you didn't live under a rock and you're in gaming news, the Game Awards have announced uh, their award show, obviously, that they do every single year, with tons and tons and tons and tons of best shooter, best action, best voiceover, a uh, trending game of the year, all of that. But the topic I want to talk about this year, um, mainly on this show, is game of the year uh, and the nominees for game of the year is zelda breath of the wild super mario odyssey player unknowns battlegrounds persona 5 horizon zero dawn and um as i'm sure most of you can see none of those games are on the platform in which we play on it's gonna make um, a very
1: short discussion
0: it is isn't. it isn't um Obviously player unknown Battlegrounds will be coming to Xbox 1 uh, the 12th of December and we will be doing a community game night on the 12th of December for everyone who wants to play who has never played before maybe doesn't want to get their ass tranced on or smashed in me I'm sure crash foxes tons of the community have played the game on PC so I feel like what we're going to do is we're going to all set up in Discord if you if you haven't got a Discord channel sign up join my Discord channel um jump in. We can sort out Xbox Party Chat if we have to, but I hate Xbox Party Chat. It sucks. Um, I get a ton of echo from people. It's just not good. Um, But that being said, 12th of December we'll be doing that. I'll announce it uh, on Twitter and Facebook group and stuff like that later on. But what I want to talk about is how did Xbox drop the ball so hard this year on its exclusive front? Um, We've had some great games on the Xbox One. We really have. But None. This year has been, for me, really below par, where you have, don't get me wrong, you have a phenomenal game in Cuphead, which is arguably, and I'm sure we will argue about it when the time comes, Gary, uh, Xbox's Game of the Year, uh, bar none. Which, when I say Xbox's Game of the Year, that does include third parties as well, So, but on the exclusive front, you've got Cuphead, you've got Forza, um, Forza 7, and you've got Halo Wars 2
1: and, super lucky and that's
0: it oh, sorry my mistake you know what you right you right and super lucky stuff <laughs> i style. keep you right man um 100 and i appreciate it and that just isn't good enough and i know we have spoke about this before but it really set set um set me off looking at this and going wow as an xbox player this year we really had a bad year like we did. I'm sorry. When you look at the, look at what Nintendo and I get it. It's Nintendo and they they their hardware sells on just their first party exclusives. And Horizon Zero Dawn for um, PlayStation and Persona Five. How is Persona Five not on Xbox? Um. It's not an exclusive. It's not. It's not like it's tied up in exclusivity. It's literally they just didn't want to bring it over.
1: Phil hates at- Japan. I think
0: no cuz Phil's been in Japan. This is this is like this is where I want the conversation to go of of these games Player Battlegrounds is coming to Xbox, Horizon Zero Dawn first party game and the two other two are Nintendo first party games. The one game there that could be on all platforms isn't because it's a JRPG and clearly Microsoft didn't want to... I don't know how it works. I don't know if it's Microsoft didn't want to pay them to bring the game over. I didn't think they would sell enough. What? But that's not an exclusive, and yet we didn't get it. That just blows my mind, honestly. It really does. And it really it really is concerning that you can't get this caliber of game. Everyone was excited for this game in the build-up. And as soon as I knew it wasn't coming to Xbox, I'm like, what? Like, why? Sony do not own them. And certainly do not own Atlas. We've had Atlas games on the Xbox before. Like what is going on here with Persona?
1: It's a difficult one. And like you say, like it, it should like they should have made an effort to try and get it on the Xbox because again, the level of hype for that game was through the roof for years before it actually came out. Um like amongst the hardcore and then spreads out as the, you get closer and closer to the game's release.
0: Yeah, well, I heard it, obviously, I heard about it from the kind of funny crew that I watch, but I know other people are talking about it. I played Persona 4 Golden on the VR, and that was like, all right, cool. Then we heard this got announced, and you're like, okay, cool. Surely Xbox, Phil, whoever it is that deals with this, could have done something. Like, hey, is there a reason? Why? Why is this not coming over? And if if there's a reason for it, does it, it comes down to money, surely. Which is like... Well, let's give them the money then. We don't have it. For, we don't have enough exclusives this year, so we need third parties behind us. This is one of the biggest JRPGs at the moment. We need this on our platform. Let's give them a bit of money. No, it's no, it, no, just, no. it just it uh, just just no. Yeah, obviously I'm talking I'm talking speculation here. This is just my thought process, but that sucks. That really really does suck. Um that we can have the argument about power unknowns battlegrounds should it be in game of the year should it not i personally think it should it is a video game that exists that people can play
1: i mean the word you want to know where i come down on this right yeah of course <laughs> I was, I this, was, was, this is a com- this, this is a conversational podcast, podcast. <laughs> in, in twitch chat and i was i was silent the entire time like i just watched everybody talking about it but i mean for me personally like when i go back to well, my words about games cast and i'm doing my game of the Year stuff um i won't like i probably will be considering players on non-battlegrounds but that's because it's released by the end of the year uh, fingers crossed 12th, um, and we hope well yeah. do you
0: mean yeah cause it comes out on pc the 12th and then early yeah. access on xbox the 12th yeah
1: so, but yeah. I, like i've i've always had a rule where i've never considered early access games for game of the year like any of them ever just because they're unfinished games now that being said this being in game of the year awards like in the game of the year category, like in the game awards. I'm not I'm not really that bothered. Like it doesn't bother me if someone else says, Oh, Player Anonymous Battlegrounds was my game of the year, even though it's still in early access. I was like, cool man, like whatever. <laughs> like I
0: think for me it comes down to the core of the game. Which I get it. if you're if you've released an early access game, like, okay, let's talk about like We Happy Few. Yeah. It released and it was like Right, this is what we want to do with this world and you can go and play in this part of this world but this isn't the game this isn't what you're going to be doing this there is a story there is this there is that Build, a build a build and it just shows you this is our thought process for the game so far you can have fun with that there you go go have fun with that go enjoy the art style go enjoy play run on battlegrounds for me the game is you drop out of an airplane you land on the map you go loot things and you kill people that isn't going to change in any update. Yes, you're gonna have balancing, you're gonna have server fixes, you're gonna have new weapons, you're gonna have that. But that's not gonna change the game itself. It's still you jump out of a plane, you loot things, and you kill people. End of story. There's so you know what you're getting, and this game has a certain level of polish on the game itself that I don't I don't think of it as an early access game. Ever. Like there's never a time I think of this as Oh, I'm playing the early access game. It, I think about it when things go wrong. So when there's certain <laughs> when when the servers are down, I'm like, oh. But then you go, well, it's early access. If that was a full release, I guess it wouldn't get that leeway. I would be I would be on Twitter complaining. There's there's certain aspects I guess that you see why. But games do this now. They update and update and update. FIFA does this with ultimate team cards. It's not the same game. If you go by FIFA, FIFA, Ultimate, FIFA 18 and play the Ultimate Team, it's not the same FIFA Ultimate Team you're getting from the launch day. So what's the difference in the early access of this? FIFA is not in early access. You've got the game, you get a football, you pass the ball around, you shoot, you score, done. That's the gameplay. Everything else around that is going to be updated, it's going to be changed, it's going to be balancing. Literally, they changed the passing on FIFA 18 because people were complaining. Yeah, so what's the difference about here? That. No, but do you know what I mean? Like, what's the difference here? It's just updates on updates on updates. It's just they didn't want to put it out. It doesn't have on PC. It doesn't have the optimization at all. But that's why it's an early access. I don't know. That's just that's just one man's opinion. No man,
1: like I say like I wish I could play devil's advocate and like try to like debunk that argument. But I I'm really again like you like you're saying like he definitely deserves to be in the conversation.
0: Yeah. A then, game that sells this many copies, which no game sales do not in, Don't mean it's a great game. Yeah. I know that. But when you have the grand swirl of people talking about this and in a positive light, yeah, it deserves to be there. I think.
1: Fair play. Like I say, like it's it's it, if it misses its release date, and it doesn't come out in two thousand eighteen. It it won't be in mine. It'll be in mine next year. Um, but I, I I'm not. So that I don't have that strong enough opinion to, to, to argue against someone who says it, it should be there now, if you, if you get what I mean. It's one of the few times where my opinion isn't strong enough to
0: fair enough, have an fair argument, enough. Um, I guess. Mr. Moody in chat says, Atlas is second party, not third party. Second party is not a thing. Uh, Sucker Punch, uh, no, sorry, Insomniac, Insomniac. Um, come out and said that second party isn't a thing that the industry, in the industry people even consider. It's just someone that's partnered. Uh, Persona Four, uh, Persona 5 isn't an exclusive. It's not like Sony paid this much to get it as an exclusive. Xbox could have paid to get it on the platform is what I'm easily, saying. Easily,
1: yeah. Easily. I mean, the- I don't know. If, does, do you think this goes back to like back in the Xbox 360 days where they kind of did the JRPG experiment when they I did Lost it, Odyssey and Blue Dragon and yeah, Last Remnant?
0: I think Phil's definitely been doing something in Japan. We know that. He's been out there a lot. He's trying to work on something. Do I know what that is? No, but I feel like this is an easy sell for people who like JRPGs. Like, there's no, there's no way to it. Like, you, if you like JRPGs and you own both consoles, you're gonna go play it on PlayStation because Xbox don't get them. Give them a reason to want to play them on Xbox, and we're not getting that reason at the moment.
1: Yeah, man. You open up. Plus, you open up Persona to a, a whole group of people who only have an Xbox
0: to let's call it 15 million 30 20 million whatever if xbox is at 30 million units which i think is a little bit higher than that but um let's say you've got a and i know it's a niche market so then we go from 15 to if this sold if this sold a million copies it's still better than nothing surely
1: yeah but then what happens is those people are experiencing an amazing game it's an amazing jrpg so then when you get the next one on the platform they'll buy that
0: well, and we're not having this conversation about how Xbox had a bad year, because then we go, oh, look, uh, a third-party game is up for Game of the Year that is on all platforms. Yeah. Right now, not one of these games, what the industry has voted on, is on Xbox.
1: Yeah, And that it, just that, you know, that you, sucks. You turn the conversation around to, yep, you got Persona, that was on Xbox. PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, that's coming to Xbox and not to PlayStation by the end of the year, so... Yeah, the conversation becomes entirely different just because of the one game.
0: One game. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Let's hear from my boy, Mike Lynch. Mike Lynch says, hey, guys. Mike Lynch here. Uh, Go check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Mike Lynch. I'm no longer on hiatus, but you can check me out. Uh, Be sure to share, like, comment, and enjoy my content. Until next time, see you later. Thank you, Mike, for supporting this week's My Xbox and Me as Always appreciate you, sir. Hope to hear from you very, 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 very soon. Gary, should we get into the news?
1: Let's get into the news, bro.
0: News this week. Uh, First one comes from Twitter. Uh, Someone called Pretty Good Gaming, at Pretty Bad Tweets. Uh, CG Project Red are considering games as service for Cyberpunk 2027. uh, 2077, sorry. As part of their drive to make more commercially successful Sorry, I've totally butchered that to my ability. All right, we're ready. We're gonna start again. Gonna, then?
1: Yeah, rewind done. Yeah,
0: at the end of the day, this comes down to cyberpunk. What there was a whole article that came out, Gary. That no, was yeah, like, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. These guys make uh, like news videos. Um,
0: yeah, so do you know the whole story? If so, explain it for me. Uh,
1: this is one of the few videos I haven't seen. Um, but I do watch pretty good gaming. Um, and it's where I actually get some news for my for the podcast from. But the they're 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 pretty good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they live up to, their name. So to f- their name. From my understanding, they went back and got a quote about how um, CD Project Red want to make um, we're going to put something in uh, Cyberpunk that makes it more as a game of service type thing. Yeah. and. Reds have come out and responded straight an away which is at pretty bad tweets worry not when thinking CP 2077 think nothing less than TW3 which is the Witcher 3 huge single player, open world, story driven RPG, no hidden catch, you get what you pay for, no bullshit, just honest gaming with Wild Hunt we leave greed to others Amen <laughs> wow. Wow. What a way to come out and be like, nah, 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 nah. Slow your roll, slow your roll. <laughs> yes, that is what we said, but this is what you're going to get. Yeah. Maybe. So the way I take this is cosmetical. There's going to be some sort of you can buy... microtransactions. still going to be there, I think, personally, but it's going to be cosmetics only. Yeah. Like nothing else.
1: I think it might have some sort of asynchronous multiplayer... Element to it, kind of, in a similar vein to maybe sort of Dark Souls, okay. Um, just because that seems to be that that would fit with the whole single player open world, the world, massive, the, world yeah. They,
0: yeah, the world they create, and yeah, I totally, totally get what you're saying. But how, how are you going to come out and say we leave greed to others? Like, I mean, wow.
1: yeah, you just drop the mic, you know. Well, <laughs> when you just, say that,
0: <laughs> it's crazy, it's like, well. You don't really hear this. It sounds like something WWE wrestlers do. You don't hear this from, like, game devs and publishers. Like, no, 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 we're putting our thing out, and it's going to be this, and you can expect this, and you're going to get this. And in the the mindswell and the conversation that we're all having right now, we leave that to EA, which is pretty much what they well, said about saying yeah, EA. Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs>
0: um, which... good on them. It makes me want to buy uh, Cyberpunk 2077 even more. Yeah, I
1: didn't think I could be any more invested in Cyberpunk 2077 until I saw that tweet.
0: (laughs) It's crazy because CD Projekt Red always, at the moment, just keep doing everything right. Like, they did the the thank you letter to fans that bought the the Witcher 3. The Witcher 3 was my first Witcher game. Um, Loved it. Should have been my game of the year that year. Unfortunately, didn't win it because... Um I didn't appreciate the game enough then. I do now. It aged um, like a fine wine. It really does. I played it, I've played it since, and it's got the enhancements for people that got the Xbox One X. It's just a phenomenal game. If you've not played it, you can pick it up dirt cheap now. Um you should definitely, definitely get it. If you want a game that's like an everlasting gobstopper, that's the game for you. An that is that was my biggest problem with the game at first, and now I've learned to appreciate it. So yeah interesting interesting good stuff should we talk about mpd which isn't mpd but it's the uh, uk version i guess which is call of duty world war Two camps at the top stop uh spot sorry <laughs> for the third week. Oh, uh right. we have our top 10 list of games for this week uh, which is Call of Duty World War 2 at number 1. Call of Duty World War 2 is at number 1. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 launched at number 2. FIFA 18 at number 3. Pokemon Ultra Sun at number 4. Pokemon Ultra Moon at number 5. Assassin's Creed Origins at number 6. The Sims 4, a game that I do want but I've heard is quite buggy so be careful. Um, on consoles at number 7 L.A. Remastered at number eight. Super Mario Odyssey at number nine. And Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2 at number 10. So, Battlefront, we're going to talk about more literally in a second. Um, I shouldn't say literally because it's not. And I hate it when people use the term literally when it's not literally. literally. So, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. Um, Soon in the show. But what do you make of this? Star Wars Battlefront 2 launches at number two meaning it didn't sell as well which i i kind of i kind of assumed this honestly with the whole microtransactions and stuff like that people some people do speak with their wallet the way they should which is if you don't like something pull your money out and if you do like something put your money in don't be as i said this before i said on last week i'll keep saying it don't be the person who screams on the internet and then gives you your money still anyway unless you Um,
1: review the games right not that I gave you any money for the game, but unless you review the games, right?
0: It see that's an interesting discussion. It really that's an interesting discussion for little little outlets like us, um, because yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I to the best of my ability. I personally, honestly, if I was a reviewer, which I'm not, thankfully, <laughs> we leave that to you, Gary.
1: Um, Thanks, bro.
0: i wouldn't have bought it still just off premise i wouldn't have bought it for principles i should say um i would have been like nah you're dicking over people i'm not even reviewing it or if i am reviewing it i'll get it at a later time i'll pick it up pre-owned to review it
1: fair enough i mean i've come close a couple of times with a couple of games but that's those are stories for another time
0: (laughs) i think definitely that's what i would have done um doesn't make you wrong for do it for buying it if you bought it. That's down to you. And you've got to do again, that comes down to what's best for your business as well. Mm. Um and everyone has their own opinion on the matter. But number two isn't where you expect to see Star Wars. No, I didn't
1: see this coming at all. Like, um I like any knew there was the backlash and obviously with the microtransactions, but like when people are speaking with their wallet and not buying a game, it's usually like us like entrenched in the games industry know everything about games we followed this story all the way through from beginning to to where we are and right now yeah, and, <laughs> and carry on um but like it's the it's the for want of a better word the normal people who would make up the majority of the sales of a game so for this to impact it in such a way where call of duty which came out three weeks ago is still beating it in sales like i didn't see it coming at all i'm i'm secretly quite happy that that happened though
0: (laughs) yeah i think uh, again there's a there's a point i want to make on this though it's true that battlefront 2 launched at number two but you look at this list which is battlefront 2 at number two fifa at number three uh sims at number four uh number seven sorry ea deliver so many games that they're still just gonna be making money after money after money after money like There's nothing you can really do to hurt them, really. So even if you don't buy Star Wars, they make such, they have such licenses like the FIFA license, Um, the Sims obviously a big um, IP for them because people love the Sims, um, especially casuals. They make such games that just appeal to such a broad audience that it's hard to take them down, even with even with a bad Star Wars um, launch. They still got FIFA at three, which come out God knows how many ages ago, and Sims at seven that just released on consoles, which they already released on PC. So it's just more money for them. Yeah, it's just an interesting premise of like hmm,
1: the only EA, the only people who are gonna be able to fuck EA up or, or EA.
0: <laughs> that's and they've been doing. That's what they've been doing to themselves pretty much yeah. at the moment. Good to see um, LA Noir on here for Rockstar. Um, yeah, it's not cool. a game that I really enjoyed, honestly. Um, but released at number eight, I, I assume that's going to slip. Is that low for a Rockstar game? Even the re-release? No, do you think, not or? for a
1: not for a remastered game of a of a what is it now six year old title? It's,
0: yeah, it's got to be something like that. Which I feel like the initial push for for that was it's coming to Switch, not so much that it's coming to PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah,
1: pretty much. It's not like a GTA. Like if they brought if they remastered said GTA Three. And brought it to the Switch, it it, oh, it, right. it would be low, but
0: that'd be that'd be higher. Yeah. yeah. All right. I get you. I get you. Um. Next news story. EA is altering the Need for Speed payback progression system in the wake of heavy community backlash against similar issues to Star Wars Battlefront Two. Ben Forge.
1: Yeah, I think Forge. Yeah. F8 it's got. A, it's
0: F A R. GE. uh, Walk, the global manager of community engagement, detailed the changes to payback on Reddit um, and the changes have already gone live. The amount of REP and bank has increased from events, uh, bait breaks, and uh, competing against roaming racers as well as finishing races outside of first place. Um, This is again an interesting one. EA are in the news because I think everyone is looking at them now. Like, there's no way, no, there's no way people are not looking at every single game uh, that they are doing. I see Mister Moody, literally just posted in um, the My Xbox and Me Facebook group, that there's something going on with Plants vs Zombies, and not had a chance to check out the article yet. But
1: yeah, it's a every good one.
0: single EA game, people are like, "All right, we want, we're gonna have a look now," and that's the problem. When you, like I said, when you bite too hard, people are gonna react.
1: Yeah, definitely. I saw a video. Um, about Need for Speeds crates, I've got the game, but I haven't had a chance to actually play it. I don't know why I actually looked at the game. There, it looks like I was cursing to the heavens, like Need for Speed. But um, <laughs> no, I'd seen a video on the on it, and basically, the the it it's it's sim. Sorry, let me try and get my words out. It's similar to Battlefront Two. Its progression is based around random loot drops. So when you when the person I was watching playing the game was like, say, finishing a race. And then what would happen is they instead of getting parts for their car or buying parts for their car or getting lots of credits, they would get a choice of three face-down cards, and then you pick a card, and that card's got for a part in your car, and it's got a level, but there's no like actual putting like, a thing, and I don't know anything about cars.
0: Cars, no, but it, to but, me, I loved Need for Speed Underground too. which the whole point of that game was you earned money to go upgrade your car, and you did that, and you upgraded it in the way you wanted. It. it sounds like they've ripped that out of Need for Speed. Pretty,
1: pretty much looked like it. I mean, like, the person who was doing the video said, you know what, people who love cars really love Magic the Gathering so we'll just have a big card system yeah. in it now and it just exactly. it looked absolutely ridiculous and he makes big...
0: a really good point he yeah. makes a really good point of like play to your audience Yeah, like I get it works with FIFA I get it works with Madden I get it works with whatever else which I think it's just those two really Probably like where NHL they make the well. billions yeah. um, but you don't need to put this in the fucking everything <laughs> like everything doesn't need this like ah oh, come on next story is an important one for our audience, I think, because they know how much I love the game, and I'm calling you out, proper Bo. Where have you been? Because we haven't played in ages. Rainbow Six Siege Year Three content announced. Ubisoft is bringing new operators, new maps, a map rework, and a special event to Rainbow Six Siege in Year Three. Year Three will be a series of four seasons, and will include eight new operators. Jeez. I've not read this, so I'm reacting this to this with you. Oh, <laughs> it's just um, like a live reactions thing. Yeah, pretty much, because I love Rainbow as well. Yeah. Eight new operators, two new maps set in Morocco and Italy. One map remade with le- new level design and art style. Year three, uh, sorry, not nah, new art style. Year three of the popular first-person shooter post-launch content will begin with two op- new- two new operators and the outbreak Break event, grouped under the name Operation. Garrick, where we at?
1: O- Operation Chimera.
0: Camero, uh, which sounds interesting if you ask me. Outbreak and Operation Chimera will fully will be fully revealed at Rainbow Six. Uh, in in, jeez the crap. Joe, what? Well, we're not recording early again because neither of us can speak. Invitational <laughs> in Montreal in 2018. Because of the name and the logo, some have speculated that Outbreak will be will be sieges take on a zombie style mode. Jesus, we got there in the end. <laughs> This is big news for me personally. Someone who loves um, Rainbow Six Siege, someone who who has invested a lot of time in Rainbow Six Siege. That game has just progressively got better and better and better and better. Um, I think wow. I need to
1: get in on this game. Like,
0: it, it, okay, the 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 thing I'll say is, do you like shooters? Yeah. Do you like hardcore shooters? Define hardcore. I mean. Rainbow is one of the most hardcore shooters that I've played in the last five years.
1: As a fan of the older Rainbow games, not so much Vegas.
0: This is, this is different. This is different to those. I played those as well, Rainbow Six, um, Vegas 2, and I played one. I used to be in a clan in Rainbow Six, uh, Vegas 2, actually. But this takes teamwork to another level. When you play Rainbow Six Siege on your own, it is. Ve- I personally think it is very, very hard to be good. Is very very hard to. This is a game where you need a headset and a squad because you are listening out for footsteps left right. You're you're calling out different spots. It is one of those games. See when I do like the the um, reveal for games, so like Tango over there. Take out Tango and add in Mr Moody. Take out Bravo team is and add in whatever you want to of my team. And honestly, it's just like. Dude, we go in when we play this game. Everyone is super hardcore. (laughs) I only play ranked. I don't play not ranked. Very rarely do I play casual unless I get banned for team killing by mistake, which you can do, obviously. Um, The new operators just add another level to the game because it gives you so many different ways to play the same thing over and over and over again. And them adding that many new operators is it's a good thing and a bad thing the good thing is we get new operators which keeps the game fresh and keeps people coming back week after week and when this get when some when the new operator releases the game booms then the hardcore come back and then it booms and then the hardcore came back do you understand what i mean boom um,
1: sorry boom boom um
0: and then the new maps i haven't been loving the new maps they've released so far but we'll see we'll see i'm not i'm not gonna hate until i played it but i am super excited for this um I would definitely suggest um, you give it a go. They just had the free weekend.
1: You just missed out. It's fine, man. It'll be cheap enough um, for Black Friday and stuff. So True,
0: true. Um, would I suggest you buy the... It's hard, though, because if you buy the base game, like I did, you then have to grind your way through to get all the operators. And the newer operators, some of them are really, really good. It doesn't really leave you at a disadvantage. I still play the original ones, which is Ash. Ash and Sledge are, like, my main two that I go to mainly um, on the attacking front. Uh, Mr. Moody in chat just said, I still cannot believe the game clicked with him. Um, Yeah, he wasn't a shooter fan. I remember when he first played it. It's one of those games. When I first played this game, I hated it. Hated it. Like, this game sucks. And then you play and play and play and play and and then you start learning. Like, well, you're shooting through walls. You know where to set up barriers. You know where to set up little traps. It's just, oh, so good. Gotcha. So good. Gotcha, Gary. Unfortunately, we've got to the part of the the stories where it's yeah, going to be about Star yeah. Wars. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's I'm sorry. Okay. Um, the big one here is Lucasfilm reacts to Star Wars Battlefront Two loot crates. Uh, Star Wars. Uh, sorry, Lucasfilm has weighed in there with their reactions to the Star Wars Battlefront Two loot crates. Uh, in a statement issued to the Washington Post, a Lucas Lucasfilm spokesperson said. The production company supported EA's decision to withdraw for now the ability to spend in-game. Quote, Star Wars has always been about the fans, Lucasfilm slated. And whether it's Battlefront or any other Star Wars experience, they come first. That's why we support EA's decision to temporarily remove in-game payments to fans, to address fans' concerns. That's very important. That, and I think that statement in itself is very important because I've always believed that. Looking from an outsider's perspective on not being a Star Wars fan, I've always felt like Star Wars fans have been treated quite well with the IP. Apart from, um, when I mean that, I mean like game-wise and... Um, the, there's a lot of positivity around the new films. Obviously, under the prequels were not something people enjoyed. Fuck you all. I still love Star Wars. Um, what's the one with uh,
1: Darth Maul? Phantom Menace.
0: Phantom Men, I still fucking love that, yeah? So that's me. Don't at me. But Jar Jar Binks is the best Star Wars character.
1: Just but could I have always stop?
0: felt like <laughs> Facts. Facts.
1: I mean I was trying. I was trying so hard, I was just like, yep, he can have his opinion, he can have his opinion, Jar Jar's the best character. Facts. Screw you, Fix. <laughs>
0: Screw you. Um but I've always felt like you've been the fans are respected. Yeah. I feel, I feel, from an outsider's perspective. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm not in there, but um, it's interesting they coming out and making a comment on this. And it's like, all right, all right. And then we hear little. We hear this rumbling. Um, this one's from the Washington Post as well. Apparently, there was a phone call from Disney executive Jimmy, is it? Potato. Where
1: are we, Jimmy? Jimmy Pitaro, head Potato, head of consumer products and um, media.
0: Yes, um, and a quote was on Thursday. Jimmy Potato. Chairman of Disney's Customer Products and Interactive Media Division made a call to EA hours before the decision was made to pull in-game purchases. So, this is important because I was a person who was like, well done EA, you finally did the right thing. It doesn't sound like they did. It sounds like they were forced to. And it sounds like, in a big way, they were forced to, and now that's made of rea- that's reactionary on every single piece of their content now, which is really crazy to me.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I'd love to have been a fly on the wall in that phone conversation, though.
0: It's yo, you guys fucked up. Yeah. Uh, go fix this. Yeah, it it's goes. It goes
1: further than that. It goes to the point of you, you do realize we have a Star Wars film coming out next month. Why is everybody like the whole conversation around Star Wars negative right now? What are you
0: that's doing? Crazy. That is crazy to think to think. Yeah, that's Joe was a really good point. It's a really good point that I didn't really think of about the new film because obviously I will go see it, but I don't really care. Um I just break people's hearts. That's what I do on this show. <laughs> Especially Star Wars fans. People are just like <laughs> you suck, But you love <laughs> Resident no. Evil, you suck. Um Yeah, it's just interesting interesting this come from higher ups. It didn't come from just Joe Smoes. Yeah. This was this wasn't fans. Fans didn't do fuck all, unfortunately. Well, I mean, if, I without think.
1: the fan backlash, I don't think Disney would have done anything, but... It's a very good point. The You could see EA were just trying to, 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 to have their cake and eat it too, to keep the microtransactions. You just keep tweaking them until until like people had stopped kicking off, but then Disney's just stepped in and said, no, you've got to turn this stuff off. That That's how I see it has gone down, anyway.
0: Fair enough. Last one, which is Star Wars Battlefront 2's... Con- Controversy is due to overreactions games should have a higher price says alice this is this is a talk that a lot of people have been going through at the moment which is the reason we're getting all this is because games are so cheaply sold at because obviously when we jump from the xbox 360 to the xbox one um games save the same price for america not for everyone and I think that's very, very, so very important. That was gonna be my first point. It
1: was just like the no. stay the same price here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this is very, very important for everybody to understand. In America it went from sixty to sixty. It didn't go from why is it we went for us, it went from forty to fifty four. Pretty much around that. Give or take on the game and stuff like that. And Amazon I think do a great job of getting prices quite low. For me anyway. I don't the last game I paid. Fifty plus for was Madden. I paid fifty five pounds for that game. Yeah, man. Which I remember
1: buying my uh my PS4 on launch day and going going out of the shops to buy a couple of games to play on it and they were like fifty five quid each and it's just like fucking hell.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But that's but we you expect that with a new generation. america the only company the only country that didn't really experience that. I know Australia, they get this ridiculous. Over there for prices for games. They get it the worst. So I'm not about to sit here and bitch. Let me tell you. Um, But. An analyst has come out and said. And here's the quote. We view the negative reactions to Star Wars Battlefront 2. And. Industry trading sympathy. As an opportunity to add. To EAA. Take two's Activision Blizzard's position to handling of the Star Wars Battlefront 2 launch by EA has been poor. Despite this, we view this, uh, the suspension of microtransactions in the near term as a... am trans- <laughs> first reading this as well as risky, pretty much. Gamers won't overreact, um, they're undercharged, and where gamers, there's a lot of like speech bubbles and shit. In this. Yeah, it's a weird um, quote. Sure. Yeah. Which, uh, this, this saga has been a perfect storm of overreaction as it involves EA, Star Wars, Reddit, and certain pursuits gaming journalism slash atlas who dislike microtransactions.
1: Dislike analysts as well.
0: Um, Some analysts make me die. They really do. Like, I'm not... I'm, you've got a job to do, and your job... I'm sure you do quite well. I'm sure you get some things right. They remind me of, like, people with, like they've got their crystal ball and uh or oh, more like an eight ball they, they you know the eight balls you buy from yeah, shop magic and eight ball, yeah that's what they've got a magic eight ball and they just shake it and go ah, oh, yeah that uh, that i'll say that that'll work this week <laughs> then so they get asked another question they shake it again
1: yeah.
0: and it's like oh all right yeah i'll go with that one like sometimes i think they just speak out of their ass
1: they do i mean let's be fair it was analysts who predicted the death of console gaming back 2012
0: <laughs> well they were wrong wasn't they I mean and here then, I am
1: on a podcast called my Xbox and me
0: <laughs> it's not called my PC and me even though we might change the name one day I'm not sure um, I joke do not come for me this is just an interesting one do you think games do, from, do you think games are too cheap Do you, do you a game like and I think this is the example everybody uses unfortunately but a game like The Witcher which is probably one of the biggest games um I've ever played. Do you think that should have been more expensive?
1: No. No, I don't think, think CD S- Project I don't think CD Project Red would have charged more for it either. I mean if do I think games are more expensive, I think Call of Duty World to War 2 just made five hundred million dollars in its opening weekend without microtransactions turned on.
0: That's Call of Duty though That's one game unfortunately I get you, I totally don't disagree with you
1: But a lot of the times The games that are trying to turn on like A lot of games have microtransactions And I've said multiple times I'm fine with microtransactions I'm not fine with loot boxes But microtransactions and stuff, that's cool But the games that try to push it too far Generally tend to be the biggest games The ones that will make The most money The ones that are guaranteed to basically succeed like call, G. call of Duty,
0: yeah. I get you. I get you. Um, where do you where do you think microtransactions are going to go from here? Like the loot box, my transaction this year has been defined by them, and it's been the la- the latter part of the year. Don't get me wrong, but um, what do you where do you think this leaves us on as an industry?
1: I don't know, man. Like we're right at the we're right in the middle of the storm still. You know, like do you,
0: I don't think we're
1: at the middle. I think
0: we're at the, the we're at the top of it. I'm r- ready for it to start. Dipping. I feel like everyone who was making a game back up wherever their studios and were thinking about doing this had like Grant, mm, maybe not. Maybe we don't.
1: I think you're getting points, um, at least for a PR perspective, if you come out and say we're not going to have blue boxes at this point. Um, a couple of mm. smaller studios have done that and had some good positive press. Whether that actually translates to sales or not, you, know, you, you can't have to wait to find out. But... Um, I don't know, man. Like, it's hard to see at this point where it could possibly go because, like, all of this stuff with Battlefront Two and has literally just happened. Then um, we, it, I, it depends. I think on what happens when they turn it back on and how they decide to turn it back on and whether like prices how it's change. Handled. Or, you're right. And then it will right. probably depend on the reaction to that.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Games of Gold this month. Don't forget you can get Track Turbo um, from November first to November thirtieth. Tales from the Borderlands from November sixteenth to December fifteenth. Do not miss out on that game if you've not played it. It's amazing. Um, and you've got Deadfall Adventures from November sixteenth to November thirtieth. Uh, this is where we were going to fix a sack, but unfortunately, fix a sack is empty no you can email him podcast at gmail.com I'd love to hear from you I'm being serious we say it every week um, remember Gary doesn't know who all of you are so I'm sure Gary would love to hear about this amazing audience that he's now speaking to on a weekly base and people that are checking out his reviews email in, say hello give us a question comment concern anything you like we want to hear from you podcast at gmail.com reviews are um, coming
1: by the way Like, I've got my whole afternoon booked out for reviewing, so... mm.
0: Teaser, teaser. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's plug, plug, plug and get yourself out of it, Gary. What have you you got to plug this week?
1: All right, well, first of all, I just want to say, because this is my third My Xbox and Me podcast, and I just have to say, like, the reaction from, like, you guys out there, like, on the Facebook, in the chat, in Fixers Sack, on Twitter, everywhere... On my street, coming into my streams and watching me play games, it's been amazing, and I love it. So, thank every single one of you. Thank you very much because it really does mean a lot to me. Um, as far as what I've got to plug, I don't really have anything to plug, so I'm just going to plug my Twitter, <laughs> which apparently yep. my my friend Keith it says that I've been on point with my gifts and memes throughout this Star Wars Battlefront Two controversy. So, at Jarobalod,
0: <laughs> all I'm saying is you're getting up in the world now, yeah. Maybe change your Twitter handle to. Gary reviews or something. Because, look, I don't like your name. I'm not going to lie to you. Well... I'm not going to lie to I you. I don't
1: like your cap, so...
0: To be fair, I'm only wearing a cap because I need a haircut. So... <laughs> Uh, you can find me at mcfixer on twitter remember patreon.com slash Fixer is what keeps the lights on literally the two big lights that light me otherwise as Gary witnessed this morning I, did. I didn't put my lights on and I was looking very very dark see I need these lights it was almost oh, a religious can't
1: experience see me. it was just like almost
0: oh. Oh. Um, yeah patreon.com slash mcfixer you can get loads of goodies over there January 1st is coming up quick and fast which is my two year anniversary on patreon there is going to be a ton of new shows announced, there's going to be a ton of new content announced, there's going to be a ton of new goals and tiers and things, so be locked then very, very soon, coming, coming, coming. Um, you can, If you hit me up uh, via email or um, Facebook chat or wherever you want, my Xbox and me t-shirts are back on sale. Um, we've got our first lot coming in Wednesday for the people that order those in the Facebook group. Um, so I'll be contacting the people that wanted them very, very, very soon. If you want to order one, like I say, email in podcast at gmail.com. I'm hoping to have a store up soon for people to be able to just go buy them there. But it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. Until then, I will love you leave you and see you all later. Bye.